0: In today's show, Bitcoin HODLers then lost it on 50% of the Bitcoin supply after 5.7 thousand Bitcoin price dip. That's right, a new low is in for the King Crypto thanks to the FTX debacle of $15,600. And not only that, but BlockFi has officially paused withdrawals. I'll be reading their letter to investors. Also, this just in, Sam Bankman frieds net worth is now officially worth zero down from $16 just 48 hours ago, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. And FTX has officially filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And it gets worse. There's 135 for FTX firms which also file for bankruptcy, including FTX US and Alameda Research estimates their assets and liabilities are in the range of 10 to 50 billion dollars, according to their court filing. Also in today's show, rumors continue to fly surrounding Sam Bankman Fried and the fall of FTX, including the rumor of his arrest. Also in today's show, Sam Bankman-Fried apologizes for the FTX liquidity crisis and says, I effed up twice. I'll be reading this long 22 tweet thread from you, from SBF. Also in today's show, Twitter files for payment business. Elon Musk says platform can offer debit cards as well as money market accounts. That's right. They filed their paperwork with FinCEN to start the payment business. The Tesla CEO explained the social media platform could offer an extremely compelling money market account in addition to debit cards. Check and whatnot. Also in today's show, JP Morgan thinks Bitcoin can plunge all the way down to 13,000 following this FTX crisis. Quoting them here, what makes this new phase of crypto deleveraging induced by an apparent collapse of Alameda Research and FTX more problematic is that the number of entities with stronger balance sheets able to rescue those with lower capital and high leverage is shrinking. They go on to share that Bitcoin is likely to revisit $13,000 over The summer months. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's Crypto News Alerts. Net. I want to welcome everyone tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. Today is November 11th, 2022, and this is podcast episode number 1100 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. That's right, and there is a lot going on. The past 48 hours or 72 hours have been the most outrageous wild roller coaster ride I've ever experienced in the crypto industry, and I've been around since 2017. So without further ado, welcome once again, everyone in the live chat. Let's dive right into today's market watch, shall we? As you can see, the entire crypto market currently crashing once again. We got Bitcoin down 4% for the day, trading just above 16800 at the time of this recording, and the new multi-year low is sitting at $15,600. We have Ether down 5%, trading just above 1200 Binance Coin down 7%. Polkadot down 7%. Solana down 7%. Just mad losses across the entire crypto market and checking out coinmarketcap.com, checking out the latest market cap uh, data. You can see we're currently sitting at $853 billion with $111 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the current Bitcoin dominance on the decline at 37.9% with the Ether dominance at 18.1%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we got Chain up 17% trading at $0.05, cents, followed by Chili's up almost 6% trading at 21 cents, followed by Unisede Leo up almost 2%, trading at $3.90 and checking out the biggest losses in the past 24 hours. It's hobby token down 13%, FTT, which is FTX's native token down 89% for the week and 20% again for the day, only trading at $2.74 followed by Nexo and checking out the top uh, gainers and losers uh, for the top 100 crypto market. It's just a sea of red with mass losses with FTT, the native FTX token, leading the pack at almost 90% loss, followed by Solana down over 50%. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, It's possible and checking out one of my favorite indicators it's the crypto greed and fear index shows we're currently rated a 25 in extreme fear yesterday a 22 last week a 30 and last month a 20 in extreme fear and if you're not familiar with the crypto greed and fear index extreme fear can be a sign investors are too worried that can be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now btfd bought that freaking dip and when investors are getting too greedy that means the market is due for a correction. So there you have it. Insane wild times to say the least. And without further ado, let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and see what's going on in the charts. Bitcoin is setting some inevitable records this week as hodlers big and small battle over some major pain. Data from on-chain analytics firm Glassnode shows over one third of the Bitcoin supply is being held at a loss by long-term hodlers, which is a new all-time high. Now profitability has taken a serious hit in the recent days and on-chain data confirms that even the most seasoned investors are suffering. That's right. Bitcoin crashed to two-year lows of 15,600 and investors began to lose big. And at the current level of around, we're under 17,000 at the time of this recording, the obvious situation is not getting any better. And Glassnode shows that long-term hodlers were holding 35.4% of the Bitcoin supply, over 5.6 million BTC, and at a loss on November 9th, decreasing by only 1% on November 10th. Now, short-term hodlers held another 17% of the supply at a loss. And short-term HODLers in profit accounted for just 0.06% of the supply on November 9th, which you can see here in this chart. Now, a wallet address is classed as a Long-term hodler or short-term hodler, if it has held coins for more or less than 155 days, respectively, the overall number of Bitcoin addresses in profit, 50%, is meanwhile currently at its lowest since March of 2020 in the aftermath of the COVID crash. And on this chart by Glassnode, it shows you the Bitcoin percentage addresses in profit currently. Now, other on-chain numbers underscore how profitability has managed to sink so low. According to data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View, Bitcoin seen its 200-day moving average fall below lowest 200-week counterpart for the first time in Bitcoin history. In other words, Bitcoin's price in the past 200 days in relative terms has been uniquely low compared to historical patterns as pointed out by TXMC Trades right here. And as Cointelegraph reported, the 200-week moving average is a key bear market price line in the sand, which Bitcoin has nonetheless violated consistently this year. But the trend line continues to increase, however, and has gone down. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the current Bitcoin price? price action and the current low at 15,600? Do you feel the market is to get a lot more messier from here as a lot more news unravels of everyone being affected by FTX? Let me know your honest thoughts uh, in the comments right down below. Without further ado, now let's discuss the official letter released by FTX today uh, of them announcing their Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which I find interesting because wasn't Bankman Freed just working with Justin, son of Tron and raising billions of dollars and then the next day, he comes out filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Talk about the king of all fraudsters, Sam Bankman Freed. So let's break down. And un- I hope none of you have been affected by this FTX crash. I hope all of you removed your crypto off the ex- exchanges as we have been warning you. I mean, everyone in the crypto industry for the past week has been telling you get your crypto off of the exchanges, not your keys, not your cheese. And I've been addressing this for at least the past of a couple of weeks. But anyways, uh, without further ado, Let's dive into this uh, bankruptcy uh, letter, which was uh, released here uh, this morning, and I'm going to read some of it out loud for you. FTX Group Companies commence voluntary Chapter 11 proceedings in the U.S. begin orderly process to review and monetize assets for benefit of global stakeholders. And also, i like to point out that the Bahamas froze all of their assets, FTX Global being a company out of the Bahamas. FTX Trading announced today that with West Realm Shire Services, Almeida Research and approximately 130 additional affiliated companies together with the FTX Group as well as FTX US, have commenced voluntary proceedings under Chapter 11 of the United States Bankruptcy Code in the District of Delaware in order to begin an orderly process of review to monetize assets of the benefit of all global stakeholders. John Ray III has been appointed Chief Executive Officer of the FTX Group. Sam Bankman-Fried has resigned his role as Chief Executive Officer. That's right, he has officially stepped down and will remain to assist in an orderly transition. Many employees of the FTX Group in various countries are expected to continue with the FTX Group and assist Mr. Ray and independent professionals in its operations during the Chapter 11 proceedings. The immediate relief of Chapter 11 is appropriate to provide the FTX Group the opportunity to assess its situation and develop a process to maximize recoveries for stakeholders, said Mr. Ray. The FTX Group has valuable assets that can only be effectively administered in the organized joint process of I want to ensure every employee, customer, creditor, contract party, stockholder, investor, governmental authority, and other stakeholder that we are going to conduct this effort with diligence, thoroughness, and transparency. Stakeholders should understand that events have been fast moving and a new team is engaged only recently. Stakeholders should review the materials filed on the docket of the proceedings over the coming days. For more information and excluded subsidiaries, it says the following subsidiaries are not included in the Chapter 11, Ledger X, FTX. Digital Markets, FTX Australia, and FTX Express Pay. However, however, Dylan LeClaire basically shares here a list of all the 134 firms that file for bankruptcy, including FTX US. This is an insane list, uh, to say the least. I'm not going to read them all, but as you can see, literally 134 of Sam Bankman-Fried's companies for Alameda and FTX have all filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy, including FTX US, in which he was trying to say had no impact on everything going on with FTX Global, in which uh, he lied once again. So could you imagine how this is going to continue to impact uh, the industry, including companies like BlockFi? I have to point out they have been a sponsor of the show for the past two years and everything was always great. However, FTX or Almeda recently bailed out BlockFi with if I'm not mistaken, $225 or something like that. So BlockFi came out with an official announcement to its customers yesterday and it's very important I read this to you out loud. We are shocked and dismayed by the news regarding FTX and Almeda. We, like the rest of the world, found out about this situation through Twitter given the lack of clarity on the status of FTX.com, FTX US and Almeda. We are not able to operate business as usual. Our priority has been and will continue to protect our clients and their interests until there is further clarity. We are limiting platforms activity, including pausing client withdrawals as allowed under our terms. We will share more specifics as soon as possible. We request that clients do not deposit to block by wallet or interest accounts at this time. I repeat, we request that clients do not deposit to block by wallets or interest accounts at this time. We intend to communicate as frequently as possible going forward, but anticipate that this will be less frequent than what our clients and other stakeholders are used to. So there you have it. The contagion is affecting Many, many major companies around the world. I also like to point out something very interesting here because this seems to be true based on the research I did. Check it. Sam Bakeman Freed's father, professor of law. His mother, campaign manager for U.S. President Joe Biden, which explains the massive amount of donations to the Democrats. And check this out. Their CEO of Almeida Ellison, uh, or what's her name? Caroline Ellison. Her father hired SEC chairman Gary Garbage Gensler. That, my friend, says it all. It's crazy to say the least. But what are your thoughts surrounding the shenanigans and the whole mess, this whole debacle with FTX going on and unfolding, the house of cards collapsing right in front of our eyes? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And do you think that Bankman Freed, this is the million-dollar question, think he'll serve any jail time? Or you think he'll be left off the hook, maybe with a slap on the wrist, considering who his parents are and how well he is connected to uh elites and uh, politicians uh, like Bill Clinton and the Biden administration, etc. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And With that being shared, now let's discuss some very interesting FTX rumors, which are currently uh floating around. And let's break it down. The crypto community continues to be bombarded with rumors and conspiracies entering into the fifth day of the FTX fall. From reports that SPF was arrested on the tarmac, at the Bahamas airport to rumors that employees of the exchange are trying to sell the company's assets. It has been very difficult for the community to separate. Fact from fiction. Now, Pauly.Sol, the founder of NFT Project, not Lava Labs, was one of the first to spur rumors of SPF's arrest. The NFT founder retweeted a post of a Flight Trader 24 map that reported a private jet to have been grounded for around 40 minutes while on the way to Miami from Nassau, the capital of the Bahamas, where FTX is headquartered, as shared in this tweet, this private jet has been grounded for 40 minutes in route to Miami. Now, many community members replied to the thread with pictures of SBF edited into police reports, <laughs> highlighting the possibility of the private jet transporting the FTX CEO. Gotta love crypto Twitter, right? Despite this, there has been no confirmation that this is indeed SBF. So currently, it seems like that is a rumor. Meanwhile, a report citing anonymous sources mentioned that employees of the in Exchange are working to try to sell the company's assets while their CEO is away. The assets are reportedly including in the stock clearing platform embed of the name rights to the FTX arena in Miami. And apart from these, a post on social media claimed that many FTX employees have invested their life savings in the company because of the confidence they had in Sam Bankman-Fried. However, the employees now fear that their funds have been sent to Alameda Research. In addition, a report citing anonymous sources has also claimed SBF has been selling equity at a 50% discount to the exchange's employees back in spring. Oh, my God. And while the rumors continue to spur panic within the crypto market, as they should, a lot of the info coming out of the social media and various reports are unconfirmed information from anonymous sources. Meanwhile, an official media release from the Securities Commission of the Bahamas highlighted that the government agency has officially frozen the assets of FTX. And according to SCB, it will preserve the company's assets and stabilize the company by putting it into provisional liquidation, a mechanism put into action in case of corporate insolvency So if you had your funds sitting on FTX, unfortunately, they are currently frozen and it is very unlikely they get bailed out and you get those funds returned to you. As we all know, CZ, the Binance CEO, pulled out of the deal at first when we First, had this all unraveling and the house of cards collapsing. He came out and said he could potentially save them and bail them out. But after further researching all the debts associated with Almeida and all the negative press, I think he made the smart decision and said, no, nah, we ain't bailing them out. We're not touching this because of the liabilities. Because FTX is not only currently worth zero, it's negative because they owe so much money, up to $50 billion owed by Almeida Research. So this is a pretty big deal and I think we're just scratching the surface of how bad this thing could actually get. And yeah, I would not be surprised if the Bitcoin price drops to a further low below 15,600 on the back of this information, because this is a pretty big deal. And now for something ironic, SBF's official apology, which I feel is extremely lame, but I'm going to read it to you nonetheless, because this is breaking right now. So here's his apology, and I should read the whole thing out loud for you. Uh I am sorry. That's the biggest thing I effed up and should have done better. you damn right. You should have done better. Number two, I also should have been communicating more recently. Transparently, my hands were tied during the duration of the possible Binance deal. I wasn't particularly allowed to say much publicly, but of course it is on me that we ended up here in the first place. And then he continues, so here's an update on where things are. This is all about FTX International, the non-U.S. exchange. FTX users are fine. Well, not anymore. According to uh, information released this morning, not only is FTX filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, but so is FTX US so take that and he says treat all of the numbers as rough there are approximations here FTX International currently has a total market value of assets and collateral higher than the client's deposits obviously but that's different from liquidity for delivery as you can tell from the state of the withdrawals the liquidity varies widely from very little or from very very little and let's see if we can uh, continue on here without any let's see here cuz I know this is a 22 part thread so Okay, so here we are. Let's continue with number four. FTX International currently has a total market cap of assets, collateral higher than the client deposits. This is different from uh, the liquidity. The full story here is, one, I am still fleshing out every detail of, but it is on a very high level. I effed up twice. The first time, a poor internal labeling of bank-related accounts meant that I was substantially off on my sense of user's margin, I thought. I was way lower my sense before leverage 0x US liquidity rate to deliver 24x average daily withdrawals but actual leverage 1.7x liquidity 0.8x Sundays withdrawals because because of course when it rains it pours we saw roughly 5 billion dollars withdrawals on Sunday the largest by a huge margin and so I was off twice which tells me a lot of things both specifically and generally that I was ish at it. You're damn right. You were ish at it. And a third time and not communicating enough, I should have said more. I am sorry. I was slammed with things to do and couldn't give updates to you all. Sure, Sam. And so why were we here? Which sucks. And that's on me. That's why we're here. I am sorry. Anyways, right now, my number one priority by far is doing right by users. And I'm going to do everything I can do to do that, to take responsibility and do what I can. Is that what you call taking responsibility, filing chapter 11 bankruptcy so your customers get screwed? Is that it, bank? And he continues, so right now we're spending the week doing everything we can to raise liquidity. I can't make any promises about that, but I'm going to try. And I give anything that I have to if it'll make it work. Sure buddy, just trust in the plan, right? Just trust in uh, Sam Bankman-Fried here and he's going to make everyone right. So right now we're spending the week doing everything we can to raise liquidity. I can't make promises about that, but I am going to try and give anything I have that will make it work. The, there are a number of players who were in talks with LOIs, term sheets, etc. We'll see how that ends up. Every penny of that and all the existing collateral will go straight to users unless or until we've done right by them. So is chapter 11 doing right by them, Sam. After after that, investors old and new and employees who have fought for what's right for their career and who weren't responsible for any of the F-ups. Well, it sounds like you're the main person in charge, so you should be the, the sole person to blame. And because at the end of the day I was CEO, which means I was responsible for making sure uh, that uh, things went well, I ultimately should have been on top of everything. I clearly failed that. I am sorry. You absolutely failed. So what does this mean going forward? I'm not sure. That depends on what happens over the next week. But here are some things that I know. First, one way or another, Almeda Research is winding down trading. They aren't doing any of the weird things that I see on Twitter and nothing large at all. And one way or another, soon they won't be trading on FTX anymore. And second, in any scenario in which FTX continues operating, its first priority will be radical transparency. FYI, it's not continuing operating, obviously. It just filed for Chapter 11. In bankruptcy and bankman freed knows this giving as close to on-chain transparency as it can so that people know exactly what is happening on it all of the stakeholders would have a hard look at ftx governance i would not be around if i'm not wanted and all the stakeholders investors regulators users would have a large part to play in how we would run solely trust yeah just trust the regulators sam but all of that isn't what matters right now what matters right now is trying to do right by customers that's it A few assorted comments. This was about FTX International. FTX US, the US-based exchange that accepts Americans, was not financially impacted by this issue. Well, obviously it was if FTX US has just filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, Sam. It's 100% liquid. Every user could fully withdraw – Sure, Sam. Updates on its future coming. All I got to say is do not invest into FTX US whatsoever. Pull your funds out. Do not listen to Bankman Freed because you're unlikely to get it out. And he also continues, at some point, I might have more to say about a particular sparring partner, so to speak, taking jabs at CZ to Binance CEO. But, you know, glass houses. So for y'all, all I got to say is, well played. You won. And he continues, not advice of any kind in any way. I was not very careful with my words here and do not mean any of them in a technical or legal sense. I may well not have described things right, though I am trying to be transparent. I am not a good dev and probably misdescribed something. Obviously, you did. And his final wrap-up here. And finally, I sincerely apologize. We'll keep sharing updates as as we have them. And I love this response by a user right here. Ugly thread. Here's what... You should do make customers whole. Instead of saying sorry seven times while making side uh, remarks about CZ, you explain why what you did was wrong so we know that you get it and spend the next 10 years atoning making amends, right? None of this effective altruism BS is a real good cause. That's right. He was just a front man hiding behind all the altruism, and he's a fraud who has been exposed. So there you have it. What are your honest, sincere thoughts surrounding SBF's apology? Do you accept it? Let me know in the comments right down below, and I can't wait to read the live comments here in a little bit. Without further ado, let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss Elon enabling Twitter payments, which is the future for the Twitter uh, ecosystem, which I think this he had in his mind before he even acquired uh, crypto Twitter as his background is payment systems. Keep it in mind, he's the original founder of PayPal, right? So here we go. Let's break down what's happening. Uh, with Twitter, Twitter Inc. filed registration paperwork with the Treasury Department of Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, better known as FinCEN, to allow it to process payments. The New York Times reported on Wednesday, noting that it has seen the filing, and during a Twitter Spaces audio podcast on Wednesday, Tesla CEO Elon and the new Twitter boss outlined the comprehensive overview of the Twitter's business, and during the broadcast, he described how the social media company plans to enable monetization for creators. Musk then shared his ideas on how verified users who pay an $8 monthly subscription to Twitter will be authentic by the payment system, and he shared the following. Now we can say like, okay, you've got a balance on your account. Do you want to send money to someone else within Twitter and maybe pre-populate their account with and say, okay, we're going to give you 10 bucks, and you can send it anywhere within Twitter. Now users with authenticated bank accounts attached to their Twitter accounts will be able to exit out of the system and transfer their Twitter balance out of the platform, as Musk explains here. Then the next step would be to offer an extremely compelling money market account to get extremely high yield on your balance. Twitter can then add debit cards, checks, and whatnot, the Tesla and SpaceX boss noted in operating a payment business would make Twitter a competitor to PayPal, a company that must help found That's right. Musk previously said he wanted to build X, the everything app, and Twitter will likely accelerate the creation by X by three to five years, hence the real reason he acquired Twitter in the first place. So what are your thoughts surrounding Twitter turning into a payment system slash social network? I think this is great for crypto adoption. As we all know, he is, Tesla is a holder of Bitcoin and he's always pumping this Doge, but nonetheless, those are crypto payments which could be integrated into the ecosystem and i think that would be great especially if they incorporated a lightning payments i know like for tipping, that's already incorporated. You can already use Lightning Network to send tips on Twitter, but I think it's going to get a lot better from here. So I'm optimistic about that as I think it is long-term bullish uh, sign for the crypto industry as a whole. And I like what uh, he is doing to Twitter. I feel like we're in better hands being uh, what he's trying to do with free speech and all of that stuff. But let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. also like to throw out there that the uh, Crypto News Alert's official Twitter account, which is Crypto News. Yes, hashtag crypto news. Yes, uh, at crypto news. Yes is officially now a verified account. Which I love. But anyways, let's break down our final story of the day before we get into the live Q&A. And that's a JP Morgan prediction of a $13,000 Bitcoin price due to the recent debacle of the FTX exchange. Let's break this down. JP Morgan's team led by Nicholas predicted that a price of Bitcoin could drop to 13,000 due to the turmoil following the FTX collapse. The cost to produce Bitcoin has also fallen considerably, which could be another reason for the asset's potential downfall. So now for the grim forecast. Analysis team of the Wall Street Bank estimated that the ongoing crash of the crypto market could intensify in the following days and lead to a further decline in Bitcoin's valuation. The experts determined that the FTX crisis and the disruption of its sister company, Almeda Research, triggered a cascade of margin calls that can push the price of the primary crypto to as low as $13,000. Also, keep in mind, that's only $2,600 lower than the current low we just hit the other day. Now, JP Morgan's team opined that the main problem is not the calamity of... Sam Bankman-Fried's exchange, but the fact that there may not be organizations able to help, quoting them here, what makes this new phase of crypto deleveraging induced by the apparent collapse of Alameda Research and FTX more problematic is that the number of entities with stronger balance sheets able to rescue those with low capital and high leverage is shrinking. Now, the drop in Bitcoin's production cost is another factor. And at the moment, this stands at 15000 but it is likely to revisit the 13000 low seen over the summer months, according to the team. Now, the event which could negatively affect the Bitcoin price as certain market participants could view this level of the lower bound of this crypto winter. As they share here, the decline in the production cost might be perceived as negative for the Bitcoin price outlook going forward to that extent that the production cost is perceived by some market participants as the lower bound of the Bitcoin's price range in the bear market. And despite the current turbulence in the entire crypto ecosystem, things were expected to calm down should Binance acquire the troubled FTX. But we already know that that rumor is not true as CZ initially, or officially announced backing out of that deal. However, the world's largest crypto platform withdrew its intentions yesterday, saying that the latter's issues are beyond our control or ability to help. And the announcement infused additional panic in the space as the global market cap plunged below $850 billion, and Bitcoin for one tumbled to a two-year low of around $15,500. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the low for this crypto winter, and when do you feel we're likely to hit it? Do you think it'll be in the days or weeks ahead with this turmoil of FTX and the contagion effect in the entire crypto industry? Or do you feel this is likely to be stretched out over the coming months as we head into 2023, and maybe you feel things aren't going to get better anytime soon? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below.